This storm will kill you. Look, 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 I'm telling you, you know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 111. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. It is May the 16th. Find us at the Our Take Pod on TikTok. At the Our Take Pod. You can also search the Our Take Podcast. Uh, also, you know, if, if you ever want to be a guest on the show, <laughs> uh, I noticed that Spencer had a contact listed for me. Uh, well, for both of us, really. But I go to the ArtTakePodcast.com. You can message us or just email us at Brian at ScaryParamedia.com. Spencer at ScaryParamedia.com. And we'll have you as a guest. Come on. It'll be yeah, fun. Yeah, whoever you are. Yeah. Uh, I will. Uh, you probably should be in the Utah vicinity. We could Skype uh, or that's Zoom. True. That's Zoom true. It. We haven't done that yet. We we should try doing that. Everyone, yeah. everyone is nowadays. Yeah. Um, By the way, this episode is dedicated to our good friend Mark. He is probably our most loyal listener. He, he's the one. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of a few. No, but anyway, Mark, I uh, hope you're doing well, man. And... You stay strong. Uh, on this day in history, it's May 16th. On this day in history. Did you know tomorrow's tax day? And I haven't done my tax. Actually, it's a month after tax day. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I got to do those tonight. <laughs> <laughs> May 16th, on this day in history, in 1919, Albert Cushing Reed takes off on the first transatlantic flight in history. Crossing from New York State, USA to Lisbon, Portugal on a Curtis NC4 flying boat took 19 days. 1919? 1919. Of course, it wasn't nonstop. That would be Charles Lindbergh, who did the first nonstop from New York to Paris. What was the plane? Curtis what? Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S-S, NC4. You know what's crazy is how fast... um Aviation technology oh, advanced. It's insane. And it's probably mostly in part to World War One and World War Two. For sure. For uh, sure. Actually, probably mostly World War One because they, they built a lot of planes for it, and then they were like, well, we better be ready if this happens again. Right. Seems but to work, 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 work pretty well. In one, they were like shooting handguns out of their planes. They were. Yeah. That was the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, we went from, you know... The first plane being invented by the Wright brothers in 1903 right. to landing on the moon in 1969. Right. 66 years we went from being able to float through the air to landing on the moon. Well, allegedly. And, you know, <laughs> what's even crazier is how fast we went from that to man or pa- um, passengers, yeah. you know, crossing the Atlantic and right. uh, just crazy, you yeah. know? Well, it was only 16 years for the first transatlantic. Yeah. So that just leads me to believe that once we find warp drive, it's going to be like, bam, bam, bam. Remember, I mean, (laughs) the Wright brothers were like laying on a wing. Yeah, that's true. You know, (laughs) it should be noted that there were other people working on 
uh, air flying at this time. The Wright brothers were, and there's actually argument there as is. to whether they were there the first is. to do it, but. <laughs> Uh, Documented. Yeah, I, I think it was probably Germ- Germans. I can't remember. I'm sure that across the industrializing world, yeah, it was people. <laughs> people were going nuts on it. Like, <laughs> what's I'm, something? What's something that people scoff at now that we could that <laughs> we could try and do? Because you know, people were like, "Hey, uh, you going to try to fly? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. How are we going to do that? <laughs> right? <laughs> like what?" Probably warp drive. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know. That you know, I had a, I had a teacher in high school. He was an asshole, and he, he was a history teacher of all things, of course. And he told our class that there's no such thing as original thought anymore. We have had this discussion, right? In fact, I was just thinking about it the other day. I'm like, I know that I can string together some words. That probably no one's ever thought of before. <laughs> I know. Because they're but, so crazy. Because well, we have talked about this. Remember, we talked yeah. about uh, what what has been an actual new invention. Sure. Like, and, and when we say that, I you can't say the car because the car is just a uh, a mutation or a right. uh, of the buggy. And the buggy is just a, a, right. of the horse. And so if you follow it back, the wheel yeah. or even the sled. The wheel is the original. <laughs> The sled was the first one, like rolling on a log. Uh, and, you know, you could say the iPhone, but you're like, well, smoke signals. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right. Like we were trying to think of, you know. What's the difference between an iPhone and smoke signals? Nothing, really. At the end of the day, you're just communicating. But like uh, Both of them, you don't want to talk on the phone. You don't want to text right. them. <laughs> but like, I think we talked about cameras, like photographs. And we're like, well, yeah, but people used to draw on caves. That's true. That, that would be the the beginning of that. It's, yeah. it's it's really hard. It's really hard to think of new inventions without if if you're super critical about them. Yeah. Like if you're hypercritical like no, sorry, that's not new. I feel like airplane was one, but it could you could you could say it's just an evolution of a car, but I don't know. It it's a whole new concept but and I mean, it is completely different, but But cars at the time in 1903. Yeah, there, no, there weren't their texts about the same as yeah. the airplane. I mean I mean, we should say, even though the car is built off of the buggy, we should say the internal combustion engine, right? Yeah, is is quite the marvel. It's incredibly inefficient, but it's it's yeah, amazing. You know, it's weird. Why did we 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 knew about electricity long before we knew about well the combustion dude, what engines? Was the dude's name uh, who invented um. The internal combustion engine because i'm pretty sure at one point he said while he was alive like there's no way this tech will be sustainable or well just like someone will come up with something better for sure <laughs> you know um uh that is what's crazy is that even though the combustion engine hasn't evolved a ton you know it's way different right but it's not it's exactly the same <laughs> yeah nicholas augusto otto oh, uh german engineer four-stroke internal combustion engine Oh, there you go. That's the same thing I have in my car. Which offered the first practical <laughs> alternative to the steam engine. See? Oh, a steam engine. Yeah. We, we have about we had steam trains. engine. We had trains right. going. Well, since we're talking about airplanes, I'll jump to this real quick. Did yeah. you see um, what happened in Denver this week? No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't see That's that. so weird. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you... Uh, so I... Uh, I went with uh I went to Tucson 
with my boss to get some photos. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just kind of getting to know him because he works in St. George and I work here. And uh, <laughs> he... I don't think he watches any news. Like he's so he doesn't have Facebook. He's so just out of touch. Completely disconnected. Yeah. We drove by a subway and he's like, Oh, is that new branding for Subway? And I was like, No, I think they changed that back when Jared uh the <laughs> Jared like happened. Two thousand ten. Right. And he's yeah. like, Oh yeah, that sandwich guy. Yeah, that raped kids. What? What? <laughs> I got his like, tattoo on like, my You I'm didn't know about that? <laughs> I got his face on my arm last year. <laughs> Like, who doesn't know about Jared? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, Denver. Denver. So um, two airplanes were coming into landing, a land at this little, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the airport. It's uh, Century something or other. I can't remember. Okay. Uh, one was a cargo plane. Not not a huge cargo plane, but a uh, uh, normal two-engine small. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this plane's uh, turning final, and uh, all of a sudden, which means he's like he's, making his final yeah, turn he's, he's, before he's going into okay. to land, and um, he he gets this judder like the plane shakes, and he thinks he's lost an engine, mm. so he declares an emergency, uh, and goes ahead and and uh, lands the plane pretty much without any event. But like it's an emergency landing. Yeah, well, declaring an emergency just gives you priority over everybody. Gotcha. Okay. So, okay. like, uh, yeah, you declare an emergency, they clear the runways, and then they'll usually bring out equipment, you know, uh, fire the foam and stuff. And, but yeah. declaring an emergency doesn't necessarily mean we're all going to die. Like, sure. you hit a bird, you declare an emergency. I mean, it just just, just, every, to, just to give you priority. To, yeah. yeah, you guys go circle around for a sec. Well, right, right. Yeah, okay. Uh, so they get down. And the I listened to the ATC of this, and the the ATC controllers were like, "Are are you okay, man?" Like, <laughs> like he's like, "Oh, I think I just lost an engine." And and uh, turns out half the plane the plane almost got. Is, I gotta, is, okay, I got to okay, find yeah, a picture. Yeah, look of it this. up. Just uh, so Denver. Type type in Denver uh, mid air collision. Mid air. So turns out that this other plane. Uh, Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> I gotta put this over. Another me. plane came in uh, and messed up their final and hit this plane. Holy lord! Look. At <laughs> so this guy had no idea. Are you kidding he me? Thought, he thought he lost an engine, but he was like, you know, a few scraps of metal from plummeting to his death. Like, how did he have? I know very little about planes, right? Yeah. But how did he have? My understanding is like, elevator control and rudder control is back here. How did he have any of that still? Is it going through the belly? Yeah. Hopefully. That's amazing. I mean. Because <laughs> I, um, I thought those cables ran across the top. Hopefully. And he honestly would have been able to to land. Uh, he should have been able to land without that. He felt a little shudder. Yeah. Man. <laughs> he didn't even. He wasn't even sure. He thought, it was, he thought it was a bird or something. And then. So, yeah, this other plane hit him. And as I'm listening to the story, I'm like. Oh shit! That other plane is toast, man. Because you don't you hit another plane and and right. and you know this the fact that this guy just made it out with w alive is crazy. Yeah, how does the other plane look? And I was like, in my mind, I was like, unless it was a Cirrus. And then <laughs> on the on the radio, they're like, the plane was a Cirrus SR twenty two. I'm like, okay, oh, I got it. So Cirrus uh, is the only plane to. Um, to my knowledge, oh, I think I sent you a video here. Is this it? 
Yeah. That's a serious. It's just yeah, a single it, it's engine. It's a brand, and they make a couple different planes. But uh, I sent you, I, th- I think I sent you a video. Okay. Uh, let's see. Not this one. This one? No, the other one. <laughs> Former Walmart CEO? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, let me turn the volume up here. I don't know if we even need volume, but go ahead. Okay, it's going. Inside edition. So Cirrus is the only manufacturer, to my knowledge, that equips their planes what? with a parachute. That's incredible. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy, right? Engine trouble. We're gonna try to find the place that we had clear. The plane is a Cirrus aircraft and has an emergency parachute built into its fuselage. So that's a that's a big parachute, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, I know the planes are, you know, relatively light. Yeah. But I mean, what you're hitting the ground still at probably like 20 miles an hour, right? Uh, I don't know. Probably. That's crazy. I mean, parachute they they parachute tanks and Humvees out of yeah, but nobody Becca. nobody's in them. Well, I could be. I don't know. I'm sure it's better than crash landing. I don't yeah. know what all I mean, this like, guy lost on his plane, but if he lost a wing or something, then, right. You know, you're hosed. But like when Soyuz lands in the desert, yeah. they have retro boosters. Yeah, like right before it lands. Right, right. Because that's kind of a hard. Right. You know. Anyway, it's um, planned, though. So yeah, this this plane has a parachute. So this guy. You know, is thanking his lucky stars he paid the extra dollars for the nice uh, Cirrus model with the parachute because otherwise he'd probably be dead. Was that was this him then? The guy parachuting was the guy who hit him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. That was the other plane. In, in the story, it shows a picture of the plane crash with the. And he was talking to ATC, saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna bail here." Um. No, I don't. I think he lost, as soon as he hit, he lost communication with ATC. Man. And eight, the air, the controllers were talking to their planes, trying to get his position. And the, they were telling him that it looks like he had uh, deployed a parachute. So You know, my grandpa was an air traffic controller. Oh, really? And was uh, in, I don't know, if, I don't know exactly the details, but I think he was there when a couple planes collided back in the oh, 70s. Oh, really? And it's always fascinating to me that... We have, you know, on the road, it's it's two dimensions. Right. Right. In, in, in the air, you have unlimited, well, virtually unlimited space. I mean, yeah. And the the, the big airliners, they have uh, uh, TCAS. It's traffic, uh, it's the avoidance system. Like, okay. So it's... Pull up, uh, that kind of thing. It's part of that, yeah. but it's it's just tells you that there's traffic, traffic, and it'll, oh, okay. it'll sometimes give you the direction and the type of aircraft, and um, that is one thing ATC is pretty on the ball about is they'll say, you know, do you have traffic in sight? I remember flying into Provo, they're like, uh, you know, Wolf Seventeen, do you have the helicopter on blah 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 in sight? And it's like, panic. yeah, those <laughs> stupid MRF. I uh, not almost, but there was a time that that. We were flying back in that I got way too close to another plane because yeah. they just came right in front of me. And I was like, ah! See, that's what – that makes – like that type of accident makes more sense to me. Like if you're coming in for a landing and one's on top right, of you. Right, right, right. But this is side – this is a T-bone. Yeah, the the Cirrus guy screwed up. He did – I can't remember exactly what he did. but Like a mid-air T-bone. That's crazy because <laughs> how fast do these planes go on approach? Um, Honestly, they're probably only like – 80, 100 knots, maybe, which Still. is like, yeah, I mean, it's, the timing it's of faster that. than a car crash. Like, <laughs> like it's almost, it's almost godlike. 
well, be, why didn't you just? You if they were just following, missed. if they were following the the approach pattern, then they should have all been around the same altitude at that point. All right. Basically, he just turned too soon. He was supposed to wait, and right. Anyway, but yeah, the serious guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Was anybody on? I see two people walked away. Was it just him and his co-pilot? Like, yeah, I there was nobody so. in the back of the plane. that got sucked. No, out? it was a cargo plane. Oh my god! Luckily, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, don't be stupid. In air collisions, man. <laughs> this is weird to me. Like it makes way more sense for me to imagine. Like yeah, like I said, a plane like coming down on the top of another. Uh, plane. It is pretty rare that it yeah. happens. I mean, but yeah, even more rare that people walk away from it, which has happened a couple yeah. of times, but. Nonetheless, pretty you know, crazy. Speaking of weird accidents, I've read once that for like car train accidents, mm-hmm. it's actually way more common that a car runs into the side of a plane or train. <laughs> it's Just more embarrassing. Like yeah, like it's <laughs> let's say it's night, let's say there's no gates, there's no lights on the side of a train. They might have reflective like stripping, right? Like tape. But I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense. You're like in a rural area. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I, I don't know if it's true. I just heard that that was actually more common than like stalled on the tracks, you know? Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So, you know, watch out for those trains if you live in a, well, yeah. a rural area. Well, speaking of tennis balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I learned something the other day. All right. Uh, now, you may not do this because you're not as fat as I am, but... I don't typically dry my t-shirts. Uh, I mm. wash them and uh, For shrinkage. Yeah, because they if you dry them, man, they just they're gone. They're done. It's almost like you can't use them anymore. Sure. Um, but for whatever reason, uh, that makes the material incredibly stiff and somewhat uncomfortable. And I, you know, yeah. once you put it on and wear it for an hour, it's normally okay. But it's, you know, I, I wanted to get to, you know. You know how you gotta get some better detergent or something. Well, you know how, like a T-shirt that you've had for like twelve years is super soft and beat to hell, and yeah. you're like, how do I get a T-shirt like this now? Well, I tur- I found a way. Okay. So everything online said just throw some tennis balls in the you, dryer. You did actually some research. Yeah, I did, and so I went to the Walmart and bought six tennis balls, which turns out are really cheap. Yeah, like the it was a dollar fifty for three. That does seem irregularly cheap. Right? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and then, uh, I don't know why they're pressurized. Why? Do you know why they're pressurized? Inside the can? Yeah. Because they, because their pressure on the inside, uh, it has to be... And then just screw it afterwards? Like, in, 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 in pro tennis, they change balls every, like, six games. Mm-hmm. It's well, crazy. I mean, it's not, because baseball changes... Balls like every, every pitch. freaking pitch almost. That's true. Um, anyway, so I threw in like three, actually it was like six of my shirts into the dryer uh, with no heat, okay. just a air fluff, whatever you want to call it, and with the tennis balls, and those tennis balls beat the hell out of my shirts. And they're just... They're great. They're so soft and like they're they're longer, there's no shrinkage. That's interesting. And uh, it, it, they feel like I've had them for like 10 years. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and highly recommend tennis balls yeah. uh, in the dryer. Right. We are sponsored by Wilson. I didn't buy Wilson. Oh. I brought Walmart brand. Cause, <laughs> That's cause why they were Wilson, $1.50. Wilson was $1.79 and Walmart <laughs> was one fifty. And I was like, well, what's the difference? They're probably made by Wilson anyway. 
I, I mean, I've, I, I, I'm a big tennis fan, uh-huh. especially if Roger Federer is playing. Okay. But you, they do. Like, they'll pick up the ball, and they'll show the ump sometimes if they get a dead one. Uh-huh. They can, like, squeeze it flat. All right. You know, and they'll, like, hit it to him, and he'll it feel it. It popped so loud when I opened it. It was louder than a Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> thing, you know. When you're unwrapping the yeah. Thing. Yeah. It was, it was very loud. Um, anyway, tennis balls. Tennis balls. Um, so uh, we have a couple things to retract and talk about from last week. Right. Not necessarily retract because we did some research. Right. Right. Uh, the first thing is that uh, we were talking about Back to the Future 2. And I I couldn't remember exactly why the whole episode or the whole movie was stupid. <laughs> but there is a reason that it, it was dumb that they went to the future. So they went to the future because Marty's son uh, was, about to was, go to jail. was getting in trouble and about to go to jail. Right. Now, how stupid is that? That's why a, would you go to the future to fix that? It's a very erroneous problem. Right? That just led to why a not just why not just say, "Hey Marty, when you get older, right. maybe don't beat your kid so he doesn't go crazy well, what, or or whatever it is, what right?" We don't know is how many different times Doc attempted to fix the situation. <laughs> and he kept screwing it up. <laughs> yeah. But it's a it's, it's irrelevant though. It is. It's a very erroneous reason to go back. So the, you know, I think Back Doc, to the Future One. Was, Doc just wanted to brag and show Marty the right. future. He's like, "Hey, look, I'm in the future. Yeah. Uh, your son, he's a dipshit. Uh, we <laughs> we need to go to the future." I mean, even the first Back Can't. to the Future, like if he hadn't accidentally hit the time circuits, he wouldn't have gone back. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, it's it's a it's a yeah. You can't go to the future and change the future because then you just go back. <laughs> And it's potentially a different problem in that in your future. Oh man! So yes, this led to a greater discussion, which was a was it four parts that I made? Yeah, a four part TikTok. I think TikTok series. lets you do two minute videos now, doesn't it? I don't know. I know there's. I know you can mess with the algorithm oh. and change it, but and it, either way, uh, led to quite the the uh, the comment section, which is awesome. Um, people, because at one point Spencer said that uh, Hawking said that we could only go backwards. And people were commenting, no, he said that we could only go forwards. Which, let me let me give some... I, I thought I'd remembered him saying that, and me being surprised because I thought you could only go forward because the, the way that I thought you could go forward was going to a black hole's uh, event horizon, right. and then time a dilation would make right. you know, like everything interstellar. go... Interstellar. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was surprising to me that he said that backwards was the only way. But turns out... He didn't say that. He never said that it was the only way. In fact, in his last book, he said that rapid space travel and travel back in time can't be ruled out according to our present understanding. So travel forward in time, i.e. time dilation, mm-hmm. has already been proven. Yeah, it happens like, to our astronauts. Right. It happens to people in planes. Really? Yeah, they did it. They did an experiment. They put two synced clocks uh-huh. in one on the ground, one in a plane that flew the direction the Earth was rotating. Uh-huh. So it's, i.e., it's going faster than the other clock relative to it, right? And sure enough, it was it was a little bit behind. Well, because I know when I went to Australia, I got there the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this brings up a lot of things that we got to clear up. Okay, first of all. When I think about time travel in terms of like, man, that would be freaking cool, I'm not thinking of time dilation. Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking of interstellar, you know, where 
you go to the event horizon and, and one second for year you is a year for everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about instantaneously instantaneously being able to jump on the timeline right. anywhere. Right. Which led to our argument, which was you think that there are a infinite amount of timelines right. based on where you jump. Right. I don't know. I disagreed. I just said, no, it's cooler to me to think <laughs> that it's one timeline that I can jump back and forth on. Uh, because time dilation's already been proven. It's been done physically. Mm-hmm. So It's one of the reasons we're, we can't do warp drive right now. Right. Or we need warp drive because we can't go... If we go faster than the speed of light, time dilation is going to be a bitch. Right. So in essence, yes, we can travel forward in time, but it's not, it's not necessarily in an instant. Right. Right? Like... I don't know. Like I don't know what it is. Like if if the astronauts that travel to Mars, let's say, they might be like 0.5 seconds oh, younger. Probably, probably less than that. You know, I can't yeah, remember what the number was for the astronauts, but, but it's even Mark so Kelly, negligible. Like, yeah, astronaut Kelly, who has a twin brother, uh-huh. who's also an astronaut. He lived on the space station for a year. Right. And so they did the math and figured out that he's you know marginally younger than his brother now less than marginally but yes (laughs) it's like it's like eight decibels or something yeah it's it's in seconds yeah um but the other things i made an assumption because there's there's this paradox there's a lot of paradoxes paradise (laughs) paradise paradoxes one of them is if time travel is a thing we would have known by now it's similar to the fermi paradox right with uh, intelligent life besides ourselves. So the first assumption that I made when we were having this conversation was that we're at or near the edge of space-time right now. Right. So I don't believe that there's that much future ahead of us. (gasps) That's the only way to explain that paradox. If we weren't near the edge and time travel was invented in the future, we would know by now. So that means we must be near that edge where it hasn't been invented yet. Or at the edge itself. Maybe. Which is why I I said that's why I said time travel forward isn't possible because it doesn't exist. But I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, If it exists, we would have known by now. So, yeah. What if all the ships that we see flying around the 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 ufos are time machines and here's here's something that might freak you out a little okay so if you were granted the power to go back in time and view historical events where would you go oh man we talked about this last time okay just give me one one option declaration of independence okay that took place during what a war right yeah like a a, a pretty rough time for people I'd probably go back to World War II, see what that was all about in Germany and what have you. So if we're seeing more and more UFOs right now oh, that are I time what machines, <laughs> what the hell is about to happen to us? <laughs> like, I want to go back like six months before shit hit the fan. Right. You know, like really bad. That's, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, because there's that other theory that aliens are just super evolved humans that are time traveling. Right. Right. Um. Here's another one, though, that, that stumped me. Mm-hmm. If you can travel back in time, all right, okay. or forwards, doesn't really matter, backward or forward, can your matter, your body, exist in two different places of space-time? 
Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if you go back in time, would you actually be able to see yourself because your matter is here? Well, let me get... uh, I think think Neil deGrasse Tyson said, we are prisoners of the present. Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't believe in aliens, so F that guy. He doesn't? No, he's like, oh, aliens, they're not coming. And like, dude, whatever. Well, he lands on that one side of the Fermi paradox. Well, screw him. All right. Screw (laughs) him. Bastard. Yeah. Makes me so angry. Um, I don't know. Something I hadn't thought of, I mean... Uh, since you're going to a different timeline, you think okay. So we go with your theory that you're going to a different universe. So if you go back in time, if you, well, if you go back in time, you're going to be on your timeline. But as soon as you are there, if you go forward, you're changing to a different timeline. So, but that doesn't answer the question. If you go back, so if I were to go back, could you see yourself? <sighs> Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to look at time travel. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I.e., like you yourself are just traveling back in time, or time dilation, where you slow down, everything speeds up. I prefer the, you know, the science fiction idea that you can just jump back and forth on the timeline well that doesn't make it easier doesn't it but that's not how the real world works i prefer the star trek timeline where we just have warp drive and don't have to worry about blowing up planets when we exit the warp drive or or do they ever explain that what on star trek how how are there do they ever talk about how they're traveling through time and how every time they go into warp speed they're they're probably getting no, because you don't you don't experience time dilation in warp speed. That's the point of it. Ah, because you warp space time, and you and your ship aren't going any faster than the speed of light. The warp bubble is. Ah, uh, that doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I thought that's I always space and time are like interwoven. So if you fold one, you fold the other. That's how I always viewed it. Hmm. I don't can't know. separate space from time, is what I'm saying. Well, let me give you another paradox. All right, we've gone too deep into this. Let one me anyway, give you so. another paradox that maybe will make more sense. Okay. New shirt, Cleveland? Donna saw an unflattering picture of me <laughs> on Facebook and only lets me wear black now. Was the picture that bad? It was the worst thing I would ever want to see myself be. Problem with these dark shirts is the dandruff shows, but when I wear light colors... The dandruff doesn't show, but you look bigger in the shirt. Yeah, it's called Guillermo's Paradox. <laughs> What's that now? Guillermo del Toro theorized that a fat man's <laughs> shirt cannot simultaneously appear slimming and clean. Mm, that boy does look like he'd be getting dry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Guillermo's Paradox. Explain that one to me. I can't. I can't, but, I mean... <laughs> you know, if you want to go heavy... <laughs> If you want to go heavy into this conversation, we are witnessing a paradox right now in Israel. Okay. As to what do we do? Well, I was going to save this for later when we get into heavier stuff, but hey, <laughs> what the hell? Let's jump into it now. Yeah. Uh, first of all, 
I want to show you something. Okay. Okay. Now, this is going to be, uh, this is, you know, we, we don't really know what to do. And uh, this is going to be controversial. Um, but there are two factions at war with each other. And at least I saw right. the craziest thing the other day. Go ahead and play this. Okay. The droid army <laughs> and the Gungans. Right. They are just, I mean. Oh, they are just going head to head in this. I don't know what to do. Right. And they had to cease fire because all their bullets were hitting this shield. Right. They're like Gaza. Have you heard of the Iron Shield? Yes, the Iron Dome is legit shit. Have you seen video of yes, it? Yes, because it's I, incredible. I did not know it existed. Let me find some. Yeah, go ahead and pull that up. I've got one right here if you want to get it in your text there. Um, <laughs> I I was watching. Someone said something about the Iron Dome, and I'm like, oh, what is that? And I. I saw videos. I'm like, what? Why are those rockets just exploding for no reason in the air? <laughs> it's not no reason. Here we go. I know. This is the Iron Dome. So that's the incoming rocket, right? I believe so. From Gaza. Incoming. And that's the Iron Dome. No, that's another one. Oh, that's another one. I, the Iron Dome doesn't seem to put up any kind of contrail. So maybe it's more of a traditional round? I guess. Oh, so that one just exploded right there. Yeah. So you can even see it tried to beeline it. So you can see the rocket's contrails, but you, you can't see... Right. So the Iron Dome must be like I'd a traditional art pull artillery. Up, pull up that video. It, it, it shoots rockets, though. I, just, I don't know what the deal is with them. Yeah. Um, oh, man, look at the C-Ram. That thing's... <laughs> yeah, that thing's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Pull up that video I sent you. Uh, okay, just barely? It's seriously, yeah, it's in your messages. It seriously looks like that Star Wars clip that I just pulled up. Where it's it seems like they're legitimately hitting an iron dome, like they're hitting right uh, some invisible shield. Right, it's crazy. Invisible shield, if you will. I just got to put it on this screen over here. What the? Go ahead. Yeah. Hang on. Just boom. I Look at it. it. It's just. <laughs> And it hits the shield, you know, now. Bam. So these are rockets coming from Gaza. <laughs> I'm going to go back. This is crazy, right? Oh, man, that one missed. Oh, oh it's going to turn around. Come get it. Oh, someone else got it. Okay. There we're, okay. It just, it's crazy. It's nuts. It shoots down 90, 90 plus percent yeah. of the rockets. That they, and the only way... The <laughs> that they can get through is by shooting hundreds of them at a time, right? And even then, the success rate for the Iron uh, Dome is still very still high. high. Yep. Now, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how long I want to talk about this because, frankly, um, I don't. Well, you could talk about it for a long time. You certainly you could. could. And but there, you're not going to come out with any kind of solution. Um. No, no, it's true. I mean, it's it's a mess that goes back a hundred years, thanks to the British. Um, it's, it's rough. It's rough. If you want to, if you're feeling, if you're feeling um, supportive of one side, say you're supporting Gaza, or say you're supporting the Israel 
Israelites? Just <laughs> Israelis. Israelis. <laughs> I mean, they are Israelites. Go, go yeah. on Twitter and then type in Gaza and watch all the tweets from the people in, in the Gaza Strip. Right. And then go to the Israelis. At, like, they both have sad things. And it's both, it's both like, oh, why are they shooting those rockets? And then you're like... Geez, why are they freaking destroying everything? <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's the argument is crazy because it's like, uh, well, we're 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 doing airstrikes because they're you know shooting rockets at us every five seconds, and you're like, oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. But then you walk back that timeline a little bit longer, like they're shooting rockets at you because you keep bulldozing their villages. I know, but then right. you can go back and, right. and and have different. They're doing this and this and this. It's freaking insane. Yeah. And there's there's there's, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, the bullet points, the bullet points here are there's Israel, mm-hmm. uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, Bibi. There's I thought Palestine. I thought he got ousted. No, he just hasn't been able to form a government yet because that's how their government works. They have to create factions with all the parties to create a government. So mm-hmm. he, he won re-election, but he hasn't been able to form a majority government yet. Hmm. So he's still in control. Um then there's Palestine, and there's a large area of Palestine that is surrounding Jerusalem mm-hmm. that Jews and Arabs live in uh, together, sometimes peacefully, sometimes not. Right. Uh, but then down, you know, southwest is the Gaza Strip, mm-hmm. and the Gaza Strip is controlled by Hamas, um, which some people call a terrorist uh, Arab group. Because they're hell bent on the destruction. Based of on their beliefs, they they do kind of fall in line with true. the likes of Al Qaeda and and they're they're hell bent on the destruction of Israel, right? Right. Uh, Israel likewise is hell bent on the destruction of Hamas. They have which, they have crippling blockades, which I think may not be the case if Hamas wasn't so. Well, they don't have a choice though. So right now, after so there was a tiny years ago there was a tiny civil war between. Uh, Hamas and Palestine uh, proper, right? And that's when that's when Hamas just became the right, right, owners right. of Gaza. Mm-hmm. But what Israel did is put up, you know, walls and fences. They went oh, all those work. They well. went a little right, right. Went a little to the right. Well, they are pretty right. And and stifling blockades and sanctions. Mm-hmm. So unemployment in Gaza is like at forty percent. Right, right. So you have this. There's there's zero guarantee. In fact, probably not really a chance. That if they remove those blockades, that Hamas would just peacefully go about their business, right? Because Hamas does believe in the destruction of Israel because of the decades of infighting, right? Now, all that being said, years, maybe the past—I don't even know how long, man. I, <laughs> I've heard been a long so many news reports over the past. Just say 10 years, like it goes back way further, of the UN and the international community condemning Israel for placing settlements in Palestinian territory. Right. Over and over again, the UN, even the United States at some time, at some point, uh, condemns them, saying you can't, you can't do that, it's illegal. But they don't stop. Right. Uh, did you hear the, uh, that video from the, the Irish... Um, rap uh diplomat he was um he was talking to the uh a a a israeli ambassador 
and he's like how can you 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 know what they want they want their own state so why do you keep doing moving into their territory and then getting mad when they want they're like you claim you want peace but you obviously don't right i think i've seen that one in the in uh, essentially um hard line israelis believe in in essentially prophecy in the bible that all of that area will be theirs right and it's their job to bring that about um so you have <laughs> you have a religious war which is well, that is the problem it's always right the there time, is right? is that religion is uh hold on i think i have that clip If I was Jewish and had never stepped foot in Israel, I could claim citizenship there tomorrow. But six million people whose origins are in what you now call Israel, who were forced out in 1947 or 48, do not have that right. Isn't that part of the reason why the Palestinians are in dispute with Israelis? Because you deny them the right to return to their homes and to their land and to their villages. And that they have a legitimate claim, even under international law, to return. But you deny them that right. Why do you deny them that right? And why do you give that right to other people who have no connection whatsoever with the land, whether you call it Israel or whether you call it Palestine? Why do you continue to seize land if you're serious about Oslo and the two-state solution, which under that agreement is land designated to be Palestinian land? 500,000 people, most of which has taken place since Oslo. You allow that to happen. Why do you allow it to happen? If you're serious about giving this land to the Palestinians, it's absolutely extraordinary. Are you not just taking us, Ambassador, for idiots that you can say with a straight face, we're serious about peace, but while we're serious about peace, we're going to seize Palestinian land. And you expect the Palestinians to just sit back and do nothing about that. Now, you know what the Palestinians... I'm assuming the ambassador's answering in between those clips. I don't know. It kind of just seems like he's sitting there taking it. <laughs> he's going on a rant. No, he's, at, he's right, though. And that's... So let's talk about the United States position. I know you don't want to talk about this for a long time, but I find it fascinating and and a bit of a conundrum in terms of as long as we're not talking about solutions, because I don't know that there is one right, right now. No, and just just U.S. interest in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we we have to have an ally in the Middle East. And yeah, Israel is by far our strongest ally. We've made them strong. Yeah. Those are all our weapons, by the way, people. If you're wondering, not all of them, but the aircraft are, but the rockets are. But I actually did a lot of research on yeah. <laughs> on uh, on uh, the Israeli Air Force this week because I knew they flew F-16s and F-15s, and now they have F-35s. Um, but their history in the Air Force is interesting, and it it has a lot of uh, similarities to like China and Russia, where they stole stuff from us, right? Um, we sell them a lot of secondhand yeah, stuff. Yeah, but eventually we sold them um, the right to build the F-16, I believe, and they heavily modify it. Right. But, yeah, they have uh, – they, they, they abandoned – they had their own, air, their own airplanes that they were working on, but they abandoned all that in favor of just purchasing stuff from us. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hairy. So – but he's absolutely right. In that over the years, since 1947, Israel has consistently just pushed these little villages aside. Now, they give, they give the Palestinians a warning, right? They say you have, you have two days to leave to, like, a village of 200 people. Mm-hmm. And then they literally bulldoze it. Why right? don't we give Israel Florida? 
<laughs> they could just move to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so back to my point, though, the, like America, we have to have an ally mm-hmm. for in just in a geopolitical sense. Right. We have Turkey too and Egypt. Aren't are we cool with Egypt? Not really. Egypt's a mess. They're basically in a civil war. But Egypt's cool with Israel though. Yes. No, Egypt's not cool with Israel. Egypt's cool with Palestine. Are you sure? Absolutely. They're an Arab state. Mm. Israelis cannot travel to Egypt. They're Jewish. They can't go into Egypt. However, Egypt has a vested interest in maintaining peace. So as soon as anything starts to escalate, uh, Egyptian diplomats go up there right. and say, hey, stop, stop. Let's just figure it out. Because the last time this went into a full-out war, like 60 years ago, Egypt lost a lot of land because Israel is so powerful. Yeah, it does say that Egypt has been seeking to play a role in the resolution yes. of the conflict. They have, they, they have a vested interest in, in stopping it. However, Egypt does not friends with Israel. They're not... Mm-hmm. They have a working relationship. <laughs> but, like, Israeli, like, if you're Jewish in Israel, you cannot travel to Egypt. Right. Right. So. And their, their country is in a really not great place. But what we're seeing right now. <laughs> Israel. Like, no. It's <laughs> what we're seeing right now, though, is, um, you know, and I, 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 think that, I think that rules in war are weird. Right. I've said that before. But what we're seeing is a, a non- uh, a response that's not comparable. That is, um, which has been the case for decades. Well, yeah. So that is the one, the one issue. I, I mean, like, look at if you go just Google the death tally. No, over I the know. Years, I know. It's it not is even now. Very one one sided. Yeah. Uh, Israel is the fourth largest army in the world, which is crazy because their country is the size of like everyone's in the army. Well, they do. They do. They have yeah. for both men and women, and some other women. I don't know, if you look up sexy pictures, anyway, uh, in the military, there. But yeah, uh, it's required service for everyone, um, and uh, they have you know they have great rifles and 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 sidearms and other weaponry that they've built themselves, and they have a lot of our weaponry, including the F thirty five. You know, yeah. which. Why, why are we so? Uh, what I think, never, we'll talk about it later, but I just don't understand why we're like, I feel like the F 35 is a smokescreen for something else. Right. Because we wouldn't give it away if it was well, our. Yeah. So I, I follow Lockheed on Facebook, and all the time they're posting, look at all this cool stuff the F 35 can do, and yet they're still. Right. To, to look at the, the B, uh, the B, uh, B 117, uh, the old stealth fighter. You, you you can't you they have to completely disassemble it remove everything right. <laughs> so like what is yeah. what is the smoke screen here we so didn't big, <laughs> something else is behind all that. anyway yeah they have their technology is way ahead of of Hamas because right. Hamas isn't really right an organ they're they're not really a military they're a just a group yeah they're a group and it's unfortunate that civilians get dragged into all this whether they. Uh, agree with the situation or not but man israel has been hammering them they do they do tend to warn them that hey we're gonna blow up this building uh i don't know how that conversation goes like hey um did you you see the associated press yeah i did the landlord for the building where the associated press and al jazeera Uh are housed in gaza Uh got a phone call 
hey, um, you got like an hour. We're gonna blow up that building, so you should probably. Yeah. You got an hour plus minus ten. Did you see the video of it blowing up? No, that's pretty cool. Wait, I think I did. So, <laughs> it's Israel said that Gaza was using the building as well, or Hamas, I should say, Hamas, with no evidence. The landlord is like, no, this is the AP and Al Jazeera. Well, we all know that AP is just a smokescreen for terrorism. <laughs> so here's the way I view it, what's happening right now. I view Israel over the years has been slowly turning the heat up on a frog, the boiling frog analogy. Mm-hmm. And right now, they turned the heat up a little bit too quickly, and they're losing public support. I'll say... <laughs> right, they're losing a lot of well, public support. Well, they're not I don't think they're losing that much support from their citizens. No, no, I'm talking about from the United States. Yeah, yeah. Who holds all the cards here. Well, yeah. So the question is when when they turn the heat up and they start killing civilians, they start going a little nuts with with their their offensive in Gaza. Mm-hmm. Um essentially, you know, shooting a kid with a BB gun with a rocket launcher is kind of like what they're doing. Yeah. Um at what point do does the United States say, you know, our allyship is important, but it's not that important. Like, you guys are committing war crimes, you know. Right. We have problems with Hamas, too, but, I mean, ultimately, they're not really... It's one thing if they were able to completely target Hamas, right. but they're they're killing children. Right. And, no, and it's because Gaza is tiny. It it's is. It's tiny. And it makes you wonder why Israel even gives a shit. Like, it just leave it alone. Yeah, right? it does seem sort of vengeful. It's probably because Netanyahu's a dick. But, but even even the even the Palestinian uh, villages and neighborhoods in around Jerusalem, right, not near Gaza. I think when they when they uh, settle when the Israelis settle in those areas, mm-hmm. that also pisses off Hamas. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Right, so. It's it's just it's just poking. Here, and listen. Uh, each other. I like uh, Trevor Noah's here. His uh, opinion on the just, an just honest question. Listen to this. If you are in a fight where the other person cannot beat you, how hard should you retaliate when they try to hurt you? Honest question. And I ask this question because I think of it like this. When I was a teenager, I would always get into fights with my little brothers. And little kids can be vicious, right? They're trying to punch you in the leg, trying to punch you in the nuts. They're they're kids, they do that. But my mom would say to me, whenever I get angry, she'd go, Trevor, don't hit the kid back because they can't hurt you. You're a teenager and the kid is four. And I was like, yeah, but the kid is hitting me. He could hurt me. But my mom was like, yeah, but you're also so much bigger than the kid. You can crush him in an instant. And please don't, don't get me wrong right now because I, I, I know someone's going to watch this and go like, oh, you're comparing Palestinians. Yeah, so it's a great analogy there, I think. And, and there is, you know, there's plenty of truth to that. Uh, and frankly, Israel, they could end Gaza oh, today. Right. They have nukes. But that would be they, putting the frog into boiling water. No, no, water. they would lose right? everyone. Right. Everyone would probably come after them. They would it would be a problem. Well you already have you already have um in the midst of all this, there are reports that Syria is firing rockets into Israel. Oh really? Right? So you have Israel, a 
a country or colony of Jews right. is surrounded on every side and on the inside by Arab states. Yes. Right? And they have other states who have promised to wipe them off the map, i.e. Iran. <laughs> so you have this situation that is, you know... <laughs> it's actually really stupid. <laughs> Yeah, like you're 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 there, and you're in a you know you're standing in the middle here of, of your ground, and you've got a uh, you've got a gun, but then around you you've got uh, twelve guys right. that are surrounding you right. with knives and some guns. But you're shooting and the you're kid with an like, airsoft gun. Hey, come here! <laughs> right, you're shooting. You're like, the- <laughs> uh, I like my odds. Right. It seems like it'd be in their best interest to just they, chill out and worry about their own country. They are one hundred percent dependent and counting on the United States doing nothing. Right. And it it pisses me off. I actually have a really big problem with the way that Joe is handling this. Right. In that he is not handling it. He's gotten on the phone with both of them, but has he told them to knock it the fuck off? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What, do, what do you guys need us to come do? You need us to come occupy? Is that what you want? Right? I'm not saying that's the answer. <laughs> it's even more funny. That we could wipe Israel off right. the map. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, it's not the answer. But at what point do we say the UN has has condemned you? We're telling you to stop. You are our friend, but you are you're committing atrocities. You got to stop. It's like you're the older adult brother, <laughs> and your little brother's picking on your baby brother, and it's and you're like, hey, and Israel, I will crush both of you. Here's the thing. Look back at Trump's administration, right? On one hand, you have the UN condemning Israel for what the other what they're doing, uh-huh. and then on the other hand, you have Jared Kushner moving the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem, right, right for Israel. I mean, for like the U.S. embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. So you have the UN saying, "Hey, Israel, we don't like you right now," and the United States saying, "You're cool, man. <laughs> right, do whatever you want. We'll keep the UN." But now it. Joe's president, and like you've always said, he's a very he's, he's a moderate Democrat, pretty much an old Republican. Basically. So he's used to defending Israel to the death, right? Right. But this is the stuff they're doing because of the internet, because of Twitter and TikTok. It, it, what they're doing is, is borderline indefensible, right? You, you guys you just, you got to stop. Like, you took over villages, Gaza shot some rockets at you, and you destroyed their whole city, you know? Right. Okay. <laughs> Come on. I heard an interesting <laughs> argument, though, that was like, uh, Israelis believe that this is their God-given right, right? So if we go in and say, no, it's not, we are actually putting a gun to our own head because we believed that in manifest destiny here and that it was our God-given right to spread west and take over this country. Yeah. So we can't, we can't say... <laughs> we can't say like, oh, that's uh, that's terrible, man. You guys can't, can't do, that. do that's, that. That's not a real thing. Like, yeah, you know. but at some point we got to put our history behind us. And it's I true. mean, what are we going to do at this point? Relinquish everything back to the Native Americans and go back to England? Like, what? What the hell are we going to do? Yeah, it's <laughs> which is probably how the Palestinian or the Jews feel, right? Probably. The Israelis probably feel, but you know, it's. I'm not saying this because I don't feel like I'm in a place to say it but I've seen a lot of videos of Jewish Americans, like academics, saying what Israel is doing is very similar to what the Nazis did. 
Uh, I could I could see that comparison. Like I don't. It's, it's, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to make that for a number of reasons. One, you're talking about the Jews, <laughs> right? Um, but you know, hey, it's the Jews' time. All right, <laughs> they've had it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they're just I feel like they're just cranking the heat on this boiling frog. It's a little bit too hot right now. They're gonna lose public support. They've already lost most of the left oh, in the yeah, United States. For sure. So. Anyway, that's we can be done with Israel now. I'll say not just the podcast, the United States, <laughs> England. Let's, right. just, let's all be done. Why with don't it. we like what, you know? You know who we don't have a beef with? Huh? Is Jordan? Oh, yeah. Jordan is an Arab state, but we don't have a beef with them. They're you know for the most part, eh. Right. Like yeah, all right. You know they sh- they probably should have kept Zarqawi locked up because mm-hmm. he started ISIS. You know. Yeah. But it wasn't you know he was just in prison there. That's what we should do. We should tell Israel, like, hey, you know, Jordan is actually pretty cool. <laughs> and we can take all the shit we've given you and just give it to Jordan. And see what happens. And we have another, we just have a stronger ally right there. Right. You know, like. I mean, I'm sure that won't come back to bite us like it has every other time. <laughs> but <laughs> Jordan would probably be like, hell no. Like, leave us out of this. We, have, we don't want anything to do with this. However, they're right on the border of, of Israel. Right, like they're they're right there. Have you ever wondered what, what about this? Uh, I guess race of people that makes them. Uh, why why is the Middle East this big hot spot for for conflict and war, and it has been for longer, much longer than we've been alive. And what well, is it about these these people? It's not just our fault. It's also Russia's fault. It's oil, and you know, it's not. It's not only. I mean, some of these countries were were getting pretty advanced and westernized, and that's one of the reasons Hamas wanted or or what I can't remember. Whoever preceded Hamas came in and wanted nothing to do with that, and they they crushed it all, and that's why. You know the Middle East is not has not westernized at all, but what what is it? Is it just power? Like the people in charge, just they need that the just people to stay down. I I just don't. What what is it about? Honestly, I don't know. We should have a a freaking geopolitical professor come on here because <laughs> I'm just looking at a map of the Middle East here, you know, and for the most part, people forget how big Saudi Arabia is huge yeah iran is huge there's some places that we never hear of hear about you know um we don't really hear about omen uh yemen or oman however you want to say it. yemen is a mess um turkey russia invaded georgia a few years ago um it's hard it, i don't know i don't know i don't know what the deal is they've just never been never been able to form a a a government that worked for everyone. Yeah. Relatively, right? Because yeah, it's like, certainly yeah. true that democracy, <laughs> like democracy doesn't necessarily work for everyone all the time. Right. But generally it keeps, if we're looking at American democracy mm-hmm. or our republic, generally it keeps us all very safe relative to the rest of the world. You know? That's true. We probably won't ever see rockets. Utah probably won't ever have an iron dome against Nevada. Well, if we did, it'd be awesome. Right. <laughs> Like, I don't know. If that's what Israel has, do you think we have an even better Iron Dome? 
Okay. You want let's be, transition because, because no, that's the yeah, answer. Because is no. everything that I've read and seen on is is that the they're worried that we couldn't shoot down yeah. a, a a nuclear missile. Yeah. Like there's like a fifty fifty ch- percent chance that we hit it. So, granted, two two things to talk about with this: the the rockets that are coming out of the out of uh, I'm sure they're they're going hundreds like of miles an hour, not, eighty eighties right. seventies technology, not right. Uh, what is the? They're not going. They're not going yeah. into space first, right? right? But there's two things to talk about here. First is you taught me about September 11th and how all of our radars point out. Right. They fixed that, I think. Right. So the radars all they can point in now. Right. <laughs> I mean, every time I've seen a radar, they're spinning in a circle. So I don't get it. But remember when North Korea? When remember when Hawaii had that false alarm? Yes. And. Everybody then started asking questions like, well, what if? <laughs> you know? And th- I was listening to NPR, and they had, I don't know if he was a retired general or whatever, but he was talking about the defense system we have in Alaska uh-huh. and how it's designed to take out a nuclear missile on takeoff when it's going slower. Okay. okay. So we see the heat signature maybe from a satellite. We fire a rocket towards Pyongyang. And it takes it out on the launch pad or as it's taking off. Mm-hmm. Once it gets to space, it, you know, it's stages. And all that's left is the warhead that's like the size of a suitcase, right? Right. Um, hitting that on, on reentry is nearly impossible. But that wasn't the scary part. Uh-huh. The scary part was that if we see that heat signature of a rocket taking off, that we only have one. So if he fires one decoy, ah. <laughs> we can't... I don't know if it's changed. It was a few years ago. I just hope there's stuff we don't know about that they keep super top secret. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm counting on. But it's the, same, <laughs> it's the same concern you have with that freaking Russian missile that we've talked about before. It goes like... what? It's like Mach 10. Yeah. At like 100 feet. Well, we have freaking time machines and stuff over <laughs> here, right? We yeah, have, that's why I've never been nuked. We've always sent someone back in time... Uh, Terminator style and well, done it. we still would have gotten nuked, but the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I think honestly, uh, the geography of America still makes us incredibly safe. That we're, we we're very big, and we have oceans on each side. That is true. It and is, a bottleneck in Mexico. It is very. Uh, we're not a very invadable country. No, where are you going to go? Yeah, you know, you, so you uh, could send your entire army I mean, to Texas, and it's like All you right. could, I guess. Theoretically, stage a massive uh, by sea invasion and take Washington D.C., but that's just—it's not like that does anything. No, no, because <laughs> all of our troops aren't in Washington D.C. Right. So whatever. Do I mean, in order to wipe out the whole country, you'd need, you know, sixty nukes to take out every major city. Right. And hope that we don't retaliate. And sixty, be- <laughs> sixty believable decoys. Is this why nuclear <laughs> war is so stupid? Because it's like, okay, we're gonna hit you with a nuke. Like, right. okay, we're gonna hit you with a nuke. <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought about that. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> oh shit! Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. They're hitting us with a nuke <laughs> after we nuked them. So I don't know. Yeah, um, it's rough. It's rough. All right. I found an AP story I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. It's very interesting. Yeah. Put it up on the screen here. So the NFL years ago agreed to a settlement 
for CTE, brain injuries. Right. Uh, if a former player could show a cognitive decline uh, on this uh, objective measurement scale they have, then they get a percentage of the payout, which I believe was less than a billion dollars total, mm -hmm. to fund this. This um, article is titled, Retired Black Players Say NFL Brain Injury Payouts Show Bias. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I, I looked into it. I read, the, I read the article here. And what we're seeing is... Um, just a couple a couple bullet points real quick. The, the majority of the league's 20,000 retirees are black, and only a quarter of the more than 2,000 men who sought awards for early moderate dementia, so that's 500 people total, mm -hmm. um, have qualified under the testing program. Right. Um, but what they found out as they've looked at the battery of tests and how the NFL scores people's cognitive function mm -hmm. is that they start black people at a lower score than white people. Right. I saw that. So a black person has to score much lower to get a payout than a white person. Right. Okay. All right. Well, let's look at other cases where there's been massive payouts for something, mm -hmm. right? September 11th. Yes. Um, all claimants were treated the same. Boston Marathon bombing, all claimants were treated the same. Essentially what they did is they took the highest paid white man and made that the baseline. Ah. All right. Um, what, if, what if there was a black man who made more? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they were like, well, that They knew that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so what, what these... I, so I, I read the whole article. I was interested is, you know, you kind of want to give a little bit of a benefit of the doubt to begin with. Not to the NFL. I know, but you're like you're like where where does this case where what's their information right? Uh -huh. So there's these things in neuroscience called the Heaton norms, uh -huh. named after a doctor, uh, Heaton, who uh, he took a small group of black people from San Diego in mm -hmm. a military town, and used their scores to apply to all black people across the country in his research in neuroscience. This was in the early 90s, I believe. So the NFL took the heat and norms and applied it to players in the NFL, which is just not accurate at all. As they say here, the racial classifications are um, binary in the heat and norms, even though hundreds of NFL retirees and millions of Americans identify as mixed race. That was done in the 90s? Yeah. I mean... Which was just for neuroscience research, right? Right. It wasn't, it wasn't based on any anything else. He was, he was making norms... I'm not... Maybe he's a racist, right? But he was making norms across a lot of different things. Right. You know, men, women, white, black, you know, whatever. So um, so if, to bring it all home here, when people, when players would take the full test, either a white or a black player could have scored low enough to reach the settlement's lowest level to, to receive a payout, right? Mm -hmm. However, the scores would have qualified a white man for the highest level of payout but a black man would show no impairment because they started lower. Does this make sense? Your impairment has to be relative yeah. to where it's starting. Right. So a black man and a white man could be at the same level of, of dementia. Mm -hmm. But because it wasn't progressed enough past where they started, quote unquote, mm -hmm. they don't get paid as much or nothing at all. How did the NFL's lawyers think that this was going to play out? 
I'm not sure that they thought about it. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not sure that they thought that anybody would think about it. I should rephrase. I'm not sure they thought that anybody would think about it. Ah. Right? They're like, look, we don't care. Like, we just signed a, let's see, an 11-year deal with TV partners for $113 billion. And you're saying we got to put an $800 million pot wow. for to pay out ex-players who have dementia? Like, eh. Eight hundred million on one hundred thirteen billion for TV. Right, right. Um, the question I have is, why would you even? Why would you even go there? To the NFL? No, like <laughs> as the as the the people deciding how to pay this out. Why would you even? Why would you even say? Well, I have a. You're like in the boardroom. Like I have a question. Are black people dumber than white people? Because if they are, then they should have to score lower in the end. Than uh, white people. I'd like to think that this was some kind of an oversight, <laughs> but right. I kind of doubt it. Um, so a judge tossed this case. Really? A while ago. And then, I believe it was a woman, she, um, she asked the lawyers to prepare another brief as she got more information about it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where this goes, but it's pretty, <laughs> it's, it's pretty damning. Like, I don't even know why... You would be talking about black and white differences when you're talking about dementia caused by CTE, right? I don't. How does that even come up? Mm, trying to save money, I guess. I don't. It's really weird. Maybe lawyers got paid based on how much money they'd save the. Yeah. Uh, like for that sake, you could just say, "Well, hang on, we need to make sure that we're benchmarking players who played in Florida." Against people who played in California, because people in Florida are clearly dumber, so they're going to need to score lower than the people in California. That's actually a good a good argument there, right? Based on the test scores where you went to high school, (laughs) right? That's basically right. Right. I mean, like, what's the difference between that and and someone's race? So that's actually that would probably be a better argument or better (laughs) than the going after race all but you know they didn't reference this in the article but all i could say is if i was one of these players lawyers lawyer i would just say like just go in there and bomb the shit out of everything you take like just say you don't know the answer to everything right just do horribly right you know like be drooling why, <laughs> why wouldn't you do that anyway i'm sure that's how i graduated like, college right. that's how i didn't have to take any math as i went in and took the math disability tests and just you know <laughs> i think there are, i think like a lot of uh test batteries there are controls for for that kind of stuff there are for faking but you but. gotta you gotta learn the controls man it's not that hard <laughs> you kind of recognize the same question make sure you answer it no both times you yeah know, they just ask it a different way um anyway it's just kind of off-putting story you know what i'll I mean? say uh you want to talk about off-putting there i was at nine o'clock last week, starving. No, <laughs> come on. I'm so fat. I'm never really starving. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was nine o'clock. I don't remember why it was out, but I was. Uh, oh, it was. I was coming home from Tucson, and uh, I hadn't eaten dinner yet. And I was like, I'm just gonna stop at McDonald's and grab a, a double cheese, and you know, call it good. Yeah. And um, I I got to the drive-through, and I'm like, oh, cool. There's no one in it. So I pull up. And the guy says, uh, sorry, we're closed due to uh, being short-staffed. And I'm like, what? That's, you son of a... That's bullshit. If you can tell me that, 
then you, then you can make, then me, you a can make me a freaking double cheeseburger. <laughs> I did kind of wonder like what would have happened had I told the franchise owner that if that was a but um what this does bring up is the current uh issue that we're having in not just Utah but all over the US of uh unemployment not going down. Well, yeah, nobody's taking these jobs. Right. In fact, the in the drive-through in McDonald's, they have a sign that says 13.50 an hour. Yeah. To you know, it says 13.50 an hour, you get paid vacation on your first day. Uh, like to take my first day off. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's kind of how I thought it the way I read it. It was like, <laughs> what do you mean paid vacation my first day? We'll pay you for like, one day. <laughs> you you get today off. Um so there's been, of course, the far right is blaming the stimulus, or not the stimulus, well, both the stimulus and the unemployment the bonuses. Re- the unemployment relief, right. Um, like, it's like $200 a week? No, it's 3 $300 on, a week? On top of. Right. So you could potentially make like six, $700 a week. Sure. Um, and then the left says, no, that's not the reason. I got to tell you that me personally... I'm kind of leaning more with the right people on this. Oh, it's totally the reason. I mean... But the solution isn't to remove the benefit. The solution is to pay people more fucking money. Yes. <laughs> you're, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that does kind of bug me about all this is how far these companies are... They're, they're willing to pay people. They're like, oh, shit, we need to... Right. We need to actually pay these All people. All of a sudden, you're able to pay $15 yeah, it, an it's hour. It's like, out of nowhere, yeah. they're like, oh, well, I guess we can. You know, right. We'll just have to pay our VPs bonuses you know, less. And I don't know. We'll have to make cuts in other places that we could have a long time ago. Right. These are the same guys. Remember, these are the same people who are paying millions to lobbyists in dc to not raise the minimum wage right or all of a sudden like oh, fuck man like yeah we can <laughs> we can do it of course we can do it so i uh yeah my my position on this is yes i do think the stimulus and the extra unemployment is affecting it and i think that joe biden saying that it doesn't is complete horse manure because if i personally was getting paid 700 dollars a week to not work, I would milk that ish for, sure. for as long as I could. Yeah, and um, just it's just me. I mean, I, I'm no. sure that that, but not uh, everyone sees it that way. But no, I think it's. I'm look. I'm sure there's a mixture, but I, I'm with you. I think that that's totally true. But I disagree. Like with our governor, particularly uh-huh. Governor Cox, is removing that bonus right to get people to go back to work instead of saying, "Huh." You mean people are actually happier I, on a living wage? I do like, yeah, I like the idea of kind of holding these companies hostage, forcing them right. to raise their pay. Though that does kind of bum me out that these several governors, it's not just Cox, no, it's, there's it's like a lot of them, 16 of them, uh, yeah. are going to remove this. Um, not because it doesn't bother me uh, that they're removing it. It bothers me why they're removing it. Right. Because it, it throws away that leverage that the, the workers have to say, hey, right. you need me. You need to pay yeah. more than $7 an hour. Right. It's gover- uh, government taking control out of the people's hands in a capitalist society. Which, which right. is, you know, which is so interesting that the, the right doesn't see it this way because they're so, you know, pro-government staying out of things. And this is a way for people to take the control and... And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, I wanted my damn double cheeseburger. <laughs> 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 and 
And the line at Wendy's was way too long because, yeah. you know, everyone wants to work at Wendy's. Yeah, no, I, I totally... Um, oh, geez. Sorry, I just pulled up a headline <laughs> that, was, that was off-putting. I totally agree that that's probably why a, a majority of people aren't going back. So you're telling me that you want me to go back and flip hamburger or, or right. press hamburger. They don't flip them. They just... <laughs> Right. And and make sandwiches for eight, nine, ten dollars an hour. Or I could stay at home and make four hundred dollars a week. Right. Which is probably more than I was making anyway. Even thirteen, like thirty so you're okay. I get thirteen dollars an hour, I go to work, I get shitty benefits that they take out of my check. Uh if if any. Right. And or I get state benefits and a check with a bonus. Right. I, like, I is it, can we just can we just let the poor have this one? Is that possible? Can we just let them have this one? For I fuck's want sake? Like, I want to see on I can't remember what day it's supposed to end, but I want to see if there's like a massive rise in in employment a few days before. Because if, again, if I were one of these people, I'd want to stay unemployed as long as I could. But I also want that sweet thirteen dollars an hour to work at McDonald's. <laughs> right. So. You know, I'd want to get in before McDonald's bumped it back down to right. to eight or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> playing you got to play the system, man. You do. You gotta you gotta find <laughs> you gotta find the uh, you buy during the dip. Yeah, right. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> did you get so oh, did man. you get raked over the coals last week with do, do, Doge? It's called Dog Coin. I don't know, freaking Musk, man. It's it's Dog Coin. It's actually it's I, actually Doge. It's based on a meme. But yeah, of a dog. Yeah, but it, it's it's Doge. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, like we can call it Dog Coin. That's fine. But no, yes, I did. I, I'm still. I invested at the right time, so I'm still, on the whole, I positive. Think, I think I am too. But at one point on Saturday, I was at thirty five hundred dollars, and then I was at twenty five by the end of the night. Oh, so you have more than I. I should have cashed out at seventy-five cents. No, 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 it's gonna go back. I was expecting it to go higher, but I did. I did wait and pull it out so that I didn't lose anything. Yeah. Uh, later this week, it's and gonna then go back. Reinvested with less than because I'd put like a thousand dollars in there because I'm like, oh man. Yeah. And then uh, That's what is stupid uh, weekend update? <laughs> no, but it started tanking as soon as it started. Yeah. And it's so volatile. You can watch it. Oh, it's man. all over the place. It's, yeah, it's horrifying. What did you think about the? Did you watch the episode with Musk? Yeah. What did you think about it? It's about what I expected. Because we talked about like this guy. I mean, he he publicly he has Aspergers. Right. Right. But we did. We talked about how like this guy can't get through a. Sentence. I guess like, I didn't realize that he was a was like uh, open about Aspergers. I didn't, I didn't know he was open about it. I I, I assumed he was kind of. Quirky, eccentric, but I didn't. But oh, after, I, I always, I always assumed he was on the spectrum, just because of, um, because he's he's basically a savant, right, right. Uh, but but after watching it and seeing it, you can tell he's just like any of the people that you've known, right, who've had Aspergers, and it actually it kind of warmed my soul a little. I was like, this is actually probably really hard for him to do, for sure. <laughs> and we should, we should. This is. Impressive, and you know, a lot of the cast members that said that they weren't wanting to work with him, I kind of have this feeling that they met him and were like, "Oh, oh, you're not like a Doctor Evil." Yeah, he just says stuff because 
He's autistic, he has, man. He it's just he just says stupid things. He admitted it right. in his monologue. He's like, sometimes I say dumb things, like I smoked weed in an interview, or that was the tweet he talked about. Yeah. It was so funny, and yeah. I mean, it wasn't a great episode because, but it was fine. And I was, I don't want to say do- proud of him, but I was, I was like that that yeah. for someone you know, knowing the people that I've known with Aspergers. Um, that takes a lot, man. Yeah. That takes yeah. a lot to get up in in front of everyone and and do a monologue and uh, play these characters. And I, I don't know. I was just impressed. I guess I thought he did fine. Like, I think that uh, sometimes when a super rich person tries to humanize themselves, it can go well. Uh huh. In this case, I think it went well. Right. And then there's cases like where Bill Gates is on <laughs> Ellen. How much is Hot Pockets? <laughs> it's like ninety dollars yeah. or something. Uh, last time I checked, they were like $75. Yeah, I, that did not go well. That was embarrassing. What and an idiot. No one seems to care that he's getting a divorce. Like, man, eh, whatever. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> I, have, I have no problem with Bill Gates, but he, he tried to humanize himself, you know, that was, a couple times. Yeah, in it. That was stupid. Just didn't, just didn't go work. be rich. All right. Just whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, we should probably take a break. Wait, I have a, I have a question for you. This one's quick. This one's quick. I can't even find the I story. I said. <laughs> I have a story about a teacher in Florida. Okay. Who one of her students, it's a majority black school. I don't know if she's white or black. It doesn't really matter. Um, one of her students was killed by the police. Jeez. Okay. She hung a Black Lives Matter flag outside of her school door. Mm-hmm. The district told her to take it down. She said no. They fired her, mm. and now she's suing. So, one really interesting thing to point out: uh-huh. the name of this school <laughs> is Robert E. Lee High School. Ah, of course. But they, they, you know, their reason was like you can't fly political, politically charged. I feel messages. like we've we talked about something similar last summer. Yeah, um, like, at, at another school, and it is kind of. And that's one of the reasons that I I don't, have, you know, have a BLM flag or sticker on because uh, I don't necessarily agree with everything, and it, it does politicize you. Like if you there's unfortunately it shouldn't, but if right. you put up a BLM, you're a left wing radical right. or whatever, right? So I I see, I see what they're saying. All right, yeah. but. At the same time, eh. <laughs> I mean, do you like? Do you, would you guys stop someone at Robert E. Lee High School from flying a Confederate flag? No, just asking. It's probably on there. It's probably their mascot, man. Asking it's... for a friend. Can I still fly my Confederate flag? I mean, we are Robert E. Lee High School. Now, if just... you take a Confederate flag, all right, and turn it into a Black Lives Matter flag, <laughs> then we can all we'll all be. Joining forces. If you, joining, if you joining take it, hands. just shrink it down so it's just part of the flag. Right. You know, the way that Mississippi. <laughs> you need to hang whatever. both. <laughs> <laughs> not one. Right. Not not one without the other. Got to have a diverse. Both of those here. need to be fl- hung. Uh, oh, that's probably not a good flung. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Um. Man. Anyway. All right. Let's take a break. Oh yeah, let's take a break. Um. Uh, Oh, there it is. When we come back, 
do have some random headlines for you today. Old menus, McDonald's toys, high school in Florida. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, I think it was in Florida. And then um, something I found very interesting on Fox News' website. Mm, it's not to be good. It, it is. All right. <laughs> when we come back. Sorry, Meg. That's okay. I guess I'll just drive there by myself. In my Jeep. Wait a minute. You have a Jeep? Well, why didn't you say so? Come on, family. Let's go do TV commercial driving meant for a professional driver on a closed course. Jeep, the toughest four-letter word on wheels. For the driver who doesn't like to stop going just because they've run out of road. Ow, my balls! Head out where I the real fun begins. Where the paved left. roads ah, leave my off. Balls. Potholes and bumps bumpy. and ruts can come as they will. Jeep's welded rugged and ripped and frame takes punishment in my large balls. doses and I comes like back driving. for more. My balls! This is the Outtake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. All right. <laughs> Muted. Hey, did I already say you can find us at the Hour Take Pod on TikTok? Yes. Also, it should be noted if you ever have any comments or, or complaints about the show, uh, please direct them to Ethan Sucks at gmail.com. No, no, no. It's Ethan can suck it. Ethan can suck it at gmail.com. Gmail. right. <laughs> Any complaints? Um, right to your doctor's inbox. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Random headlines. The first one um, this is out of Liverpool. Ooh. The English city of Liverpool. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's named after a pool uh, in which someone found a human uh, yeah. liver. Right, right. Which I know is not true, but I... Anyway. Actually, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that email address is yeah. Ethan can suck it. <laughs> um, so, uh, builders in the English city of Liverpool... They're doing a uh, a remodeling to a cafe, um, and uh, does it give the name of the cafe? Uh, anyway, so they're remodeling it and they're pulling down um, some of the rafters and what falls down, but a menu, a menu from 1913. Get out of here! When it was called the Yaman Cafe and Tea Room, um, it also came uh, a waiter's hat fell down. Anyway, this menu's in great condition. Let's look at it here. For the time. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. I got it here. So what are some of the items on this menu? Consommé de volaille. Oh, my favorite. Scotch broth. Uh, is that just scotch? I think so. <laughs> uh, tomato for uh, 4D. $4. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. What, that, what, is, is this, what would that be? I don't know, actually. I don't know what the currency was. I thought it was pounds still. I guess. Maybe they There's just no changed. way it was four pounds. <laughs> they changed the symbol. Yeah, that would yeah. be. Um, we have boiled cod in hollandaise sauce. Ooh. We have a <laughs> <laughs> scallops of brill au gratin. Irish stew, 
which I, I believe is just whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Lobster patties. Ooh. Veal and ham risoles. Haricot oxtail. Ooh. An oxtail? Wait, what's the thing that's 10D? 10D is... Everything else is like... The boiled cod and the veal. Oh, okay. So those must be expensive dishes. Yeah, those are pricey, man. I wonder if it says in here what the D is. I don't think it does. <laughs> I read over it. I don't, I don't remember... Well, we'll figure that yeah, out. Yeah, we have to some see point. that. So, oh, anyway. And, and they printed a new menu every day because this says January 15th, 1913. There's no way, <laughs> right? What a, what a horrible waste of resources. Yeah, because they didn't have printers. They had printing presses, and it took forever to, right. to set it up, right? Yeah, you got the typeset and the little you know, the ink it. Am I wrong? Press, uh, I, I don't know. Was there something else by then or i there don't know what been, it would be it would have been a steam powered yeah but regardless you still have to set it up right well look we have printers today and we don't print new menus every day <laughs> that's true it's like every six this months this is or why something. they went out yeah <laughs> they were wasting so much money on uh on menus every day i just want to know why that was all in the ceiling that is really weird it's a little uh time capsule wow they ate just like we do I'm going to have oxtail later tonight. It's so weird. You know, just the other day, I went to Texas Roadhouse and ordered me a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> it was 4D. <laughs> it cost me four bucks. Oh, <laughs> That's pretty cool. Dogs. Um, <laughs> four dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, this next story is uh, out of the Philippines, okay. where a man now holds a Guinness World Record for the largest collection of fast food toys. Oh. He has 20,000 fast food toys from places like McDaniel's, Burger Queen, uh, Dairy King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, what's a Jubilee? I don't know. 20,000. Here you go. Look, he doesn't even try to protect them either. He's like, no, man, I'm going to swim in these like Scrooge McDuck. That's with weird. my With my Guinness... Winnings. Winnings? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you actually get anything? I No. It's just a... How do they even afford to stay in business? I selling know. their stupid books? I think... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Their website has just shit ton of ads. Is that what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. So his goal is to uh, start a museum. So, you know, that'll be a must-see destination when you go to the philippines you know if well, you're on a sex tour you can get a few prostitutes and then head over to the uh fast food toy museum together obviously yeah I mean, i'm I not know. i'm not saying they have sex i'm saying you want a hooker no, no, to go yeah, with you to yeah. the museum it's the company yeah and the translator right i want to know what guinness employee verified no duplicates <laughs> because that's important if you ask me. Well, if he's going to give him the record, yeah. I mean, yeah. or do you think they just saw it and were like, <sighs> how many did you say you have? Cool. Is we'll that give more you than the, the last guy? Shit, man. Was, I'm getting paid for this. Was there a record? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, we're doing this by Zoom anyway. Are they just handing out it to anyone now just to stay relevant? Yeah, he was just Guinness? doing it on Zoom. He's like, you see that one? Okay. You see that one? I think I've seen that one before. No, you haven't seen that no, one No, 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 no. <laughs> Five down, you know, <laughs> 19,000. <000. Yeah. laughs> um, now, this story, this next one is kind of interesting. It's in Florida. A 28-year-old Florida woman who allegedly went to a Miami high school on Monday dressed as a student to promote her Instagram account. Oh, my gosh. So she went in there 
dressed as a student, which she definitely doesn't look. She looks 28. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and find it. Um, Sorry. Uh, yeah. So she, she is accused of handing out flyers to students promoting her social media where while wearing a backpack and carrying a skateboard. <laughs> Oh my! What is this? Gosh. The '90s freaking Bart Simpson over here holding a, a skateboard, and then recording her interactions on her phone. Is this her? Yeah, she posed as a high school student. Yeah, <laughs> I told you, she looks 28, like kind of maybe a rough 28. Yeah, I want to find. Uh, I mean, her Instagram is probably legit. Like, well, it is now. Yeah, it worked. I'm sure. Maybe she's that got, was her goal all she's along. She's got a fine, but. You know, uh, wait. Did it say? Did it say she go to jail? Did it would. Yeah, she happen? got she got arrested and. Uh, uh, did she go to jail? Let told. Oh, she allegedly told the officer she was a student looking for the registration office, <laughs> and was stopped a second time when she continued to hand out flyers. The school was advised of a potential threat on campus. She refused to leave, but uh, can we stop like throwing in the word allegedly? Right. When she allegedly refused to leave, she allegedly left through a side door before she allegedly could be stopped. How many times has a a person like this sued a news organization for not using allegedly? Can't they just put like a bumper at the beginning that says all all statements are alleged? Yes, they should. Or like cops does, all suspects are... Even though we know they're guilty, also right. like they're wink, wink, <laughs> considered <laughs> innocent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I pulled this story uh, off of FoxNews.com. Now, what I'm going to send you here is one of the links that I took. Um, hold on, here. Let me pull up my text messaging because I closed it for some reason. Okay. Um, now, this link I'm sending you is to Fox News's. Is it a virus? What? No. I think you're sending me a virus. (laughs) (laughs) Is to Fox News's odd news page. Now, I want you to scroll down those stories and tell me something that you're like, Okay. That's weird. Why is this in odd news? Stand by. Pulling the link now. Drag it over to here. Also, uh, there's a sponsored advertisement that says everyone is moving out of Ogden. And, of course, it has a super attractive lady on it, <laughs> even though it has nothing to do with... All right. Okay. So I, I have the odd news. More than on a corpse. Florida woman. Woman excluded. Tucker slams DC mandate banning dancing at, wendi- at weddings? So just let me tell you that Fox News has their own news anchor, his own story, in Odd News. In the Odd News section. (laughs) As if they, as if, you know, going to court and saying that his news wasn't believable, so he wasn't really a a news person, was enough. They're also like, hey, this story's stupid. We're going to go ahead and put it in Odd News, Tucker. Oh, my gosh. So (sighs) what, did they ban it for COVID? Uh, The video was really long. But, yeah, yeah, it was, (laughs) they, uh, they they just did a bunch of changes there where you know but one of them was you can't dance at a wedding or something and and he just you know goes off on that and they attack the mayor she, he calls her stupid and have you seen all of the Tucker impersonators on TikTok <gasps> are there Tucker impersonators Dude, they're so good too like oh, they man. they talk like, like you know 
And why would they ban the dancing at the wedding? He's so stupid. He's so fucking dumb. He talks so... <laughs> that face he makes, like the... <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Are you taking a dump right now? Like, is there a toilet back there? And just, he you're looks like... like <laughs> he looks like he's, like, one second away from the piss shivers. Yeah. Like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever someone else is talking, it's like he can't believe they're talking. Like... <laughs> open, open, that was it. Yeah, open his mouth a little bit and squint. <laughs> That's what it is. It doesn't matter who's talking. No. He looks like a he looks like an idiot who's questioning right. what they're saying. Oh, anyway, he is so stupid and should be sent to jail or executed. Anyway, yes. um, you know what? I do have some other news. Okay. Rental car rundown. Well, you know, we, we transformed this to just more Spencer's Travels because oh, okay. I won't be renting a car. Although, I did go to Tucson last week for work. Yeah. And uh, my boss rented. He went with me and he rented a, uh, we had a Camry. Oh. It was, uh, it was nice. Nice. I mean, I guess. I'm not a big Toyota guy, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I should talk about that because it's actually pretty cool. Uh, we went to... Uh, I didn't know that Tucson was this big aviation mecca, sort of. Yeah. Like the, I know the, I knew the military had their boneyard there. Have you ever seen pictures of yeah. that? Yeah. It's crazy, man. You're just driving up and you're seeing uh, just these giant tails from these old C5 planes. Yeah. And it's like a five-story building, and you know, like hundred of them in a row. Yeah, there it is, right there, boneyard. Yeah. So cool. um, we didn't get a chance to go there because it was so freaking hot, but we did go to a. a uh, another museum that was really cool there because we had some time before our flight. But what we went there to film was um, Bombardier, uh, who was recently bought by Mitsubishi, has a facility there uh, where they take our airplanes, our CRJ airplanes, Canada Regional Jet, which used to be made by Bombardier, and they do what's called a sea check. And the C check, if you can believe this, comes after the A and the B check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was thinking like S E A. No, like C no, check. It's letter C. We drop them in the C. <laughs> see if they're C worthy. <laughs> that wasn't. So wait, did you think it was S E E or S E A? S E A. Yeah. C check. C check. Like drop them in the C. I mean, I didn't. Not that you there's said, a wait, C wait, here. Wait, too which one? S E E is not how you spell C. What are you talking about? I said S E A. Uh, all right. Twice now. I've said S E A. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. I'm just stupid. <laughs> anyway, it's been, it's been an hour and a half. Uh, the C check is when they uh, they basically just tear apart the whole airplane and reassemble it. Oh. Uh, and they replace a bunch of stuff. And uh, that's horrible. <laughs> what a terrible job. Well, it did look. There was no AC in the hangar. It was really hot. Kind of like it's like just taking out like bolts. He's like mm, stripped. Basically, no. It was crazy. I'll, I'll have to show you some pictures sometime. But uh, like there was the wing, and then they would take off the the leading edge of the wing, and on there would be these little bags of screws, like all the way down, that had labeled exactly what screw they were. And uh, so they put them in those bags as they were taking them off. Yeah, yeah. You know, See, I, don't, uh, I don't like the idea of my planes being disassembled and reassembled. I trust them off the factory. Oh, yeah. you. I don't know, man. I don't know. If you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of our planes are made in Brazil. So, I mean, you know, saw the Olympics went there. <laughs> the green I, pool. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It's just like, like go to the, you're going to like a cell phone store. 
Yeah. And they're like, by the way, we did a C-check on your phone. What's that? We took it all apart, put it back together. Well, they take it all apart, they clean it, and they <laughs> replace anything. It's just like, I'm sure they're it's, professionals. It's like refurbished. I, they refurbished yeah. the plane. I'm sure they're professionals. Replace the engines and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Anyway, the planes were up on hydraulics, and Polish it was kind of the cool. Yeah. They do, actually. I did yeah. see them polishing <laughs> the glass, which the only reason I say that is because it's a big deal because a lot of our planes have uh the glass scratched to hell yeah. on the so it was because nice it's like to, Rain-X yeah. so that it beats <laughs> off quicker. Uh, anyway, that's what I was there for. But what I'm going to talk about is where I'm going next week. Well, this week. Okay. I haven't told you this. Wait, can I guess? Is it for work? No. It's not for work. No. I'm Although gonna... one of the days I <laughs> I told them I would go to one of our hangars so they're paying for my hotel <laughs> one of the nights. Okay. Um... I'm going to guess you're going to Arkansas. Close. Really? Oh, I mean, ahead. kind of close. I mean, I used I, your zodiac. I, I could end up in Arkansas. It's hard to say. Okay. <laughs> Where are you going? Wherever the storms go. I'm going tornado chasing again. Yes. This time without a tour. We're just four four of us are going. Me and some of the people that I, I know from the when I went on the, the last tour. You going to Oklahoma? Yeah, I am going to Oklahoma to start. Uh, I'm going to go to the hangar SkyWest has there and take some video. And as a result, they're paying for my That's first night awesome. hotel. And then for the next three or four days, we're going to just see what we can find That's and hope awesome. not to die. They're making a Twister too. I well, saw. that's good because Twister One was not that great. Fuck you, man! I love <laughs> Twister. That's like one of my favorite movies. I know everybody. A lot of people like Twister. In fact, when I was on the tour, at least ninety ninety to eighty percent of the people were like, "Yeah, I just then I saw Twister, and that really like okay." Hey, if look, it makes, I like tornadoes before Twister. Okay, <laughs> so, if it makes someone passionate about it, <laughs> then you should appreciate it. They're not really passionate about it. They're on the tour because that's pretty big. They're passionate about Twister, not tornadoes. <laughs> I'm going on the Twister tour. That's Although cool. they do actually stop, if they if they are in the vicinity, they will stop in Wakita. Oh, Wakita, of course. And they do typically, uh, if they don't stop in Wakita, they'll sell you because the, at the at the they have a museum there in Wakita. Right. They sell the 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 probes with the Pepsi oh yeah cans. with the Pepsi yeah. I could have bought one. But Will you like, give me no. one? Give me one. I don't know. I don't know if we're I mean, going to. If you do. I don't know if we're going to go to Wakita. If you go through Wakita, just please. Well, probably, just, if we go to Kansas, <laughs> it'll probably be Liberal Kansas, which is actually the name of a town. Right. It's uh, the, I, most, I believe the most conservative. It's believed it's where they shoved all their liberals, <laughs> yeah. and that's why they called it liberal, but it smells like dog food, and it's a terrible, yeah. terrible place. I remember that from last year or two years ago. Oh, oh yeah. My gosh. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. <laughs> Last year, like, didn't even happen, did no. it? Um, and one other thing. I uh, I caught word the other day that Subaru, I'm not a big Subaru fan, but I thought this uh, this was pretty cool. They are coming out with a new all-electric car. Okay. Uh, called the Solterra. Solterra. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, and it actually looks pretty sweet. <laughs> It has kind of a, it kind of has a Cybertruck like. Uh, it's way better. Sharp than the lines cyber though. Truck. Yeah, you know what but I mean? it doesn't look stupid like the Cybertruck. <laughs> I can't wait till you ride in my Cybertruck and you're gonna. Yeah, they're you know they're completely redoing that, right? I don't care. 
It's still going to be cool. I mean, and you're going to be pissed. Elon Musk designed it, and we saw how, you know. You're going to be like, <laughs> shit, this is really cool. But now the I inside, can't I'm sure the insides are going to be great. <laughs> like, Teslas are awesome. But yeah. So, I don't know, just another, uh, another thing you might want to think about. Uh, Subaru. I, I am pretty convinced that my next car will be electric. I want to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm very tired of, of gasoline. Um, right. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, I agree with you. My next car, I mean, the, our newest car that we got is a hybrid. Right. I don't want to take the hybrid step, though. I want to go straight, straight to electric. Because they do, like, the new RAV4 is a plug-in hybrid. So it's even more, still got even more juice. But I agree with still, you. Still, because the hybrid, like, uh, I've driven a Prius before, and they're freaking slow AF, man. They're not fast cars. My car, well, you've never ridden in my car. But, but it's, it's, Prius is like yeah. very hybrid. Yours, I'm sure, probably kicks on, and then it probably turns off cylinders and stuff when, when. No, it just kicks on to power the batteries, power the, ma- uh, the motors, I mean. Right. But all but yes. electric cars are freaking quick, man. Yeah, and it's, it's it's cool. It is cool. And if I could afford a Tesla, I'd probably get one. Yeah, I drove my car, Cafe Rio. Forgot Ashley's salad dressing. Those mother, I know, pisses me off. And so I drove pissed off and realized how fast my car could really go <laughs> off the line. You actually went back? Of course, oh. it pissed me off. It's only like five minutes away, and I felt bad. Like it's. It's the essence of the whole salad. You don't have any, like, it's dressing cilantro, here. It's cilantro lime house dressing, Throw man. some cilantro. No, I get it. Yeah, I just have cilantro that I'm going to hurry and mince. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. Limes I'm going to squeeze. <laughs> oh, no, anyway. It's, you know, she's pregnant, and I felt bad, and I was like, fuck these You couldn't guys, just man. give her your salad? I didn't get a salad. I got a burrito. Well, maybe you should have. <laughs> Well, if I got a salad and they gave me dressing and forgot hers, that would be another conversation. Okay. But yes, I would what give her my dressing. What did you get? I got a sweet pork burrito. Of course. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, it's good and all, but yeah, yeah. I might DoorDash that later cuz, you know. That sounds good. Stopping somewhere would be. Anyway, I think we're done. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um I can't remember what I was going to say. I can't remember what I was going to say. It's fine. I feel like there was something else I was going to say. Oh, you know what? We do have a new song that's going to be coming out soon. Rejected Takeoff. Yes. Yeah. We'll have a new song. I don't remember what it's called right now. Oh, it's called A Different Side or The Different Side or something along those I don't know. Whatever ends up uh, being on the album. (laughs) Right. But you can find all our other songs. Yeah, we need plays, so please... Uh, every streaming platform, reject a takeoff. I mean, we've been making enough money to renew them, the $10, right. when they come up every, like, six months. Right. So, you know, if you could keep that going... That would be fantastic. Um, also, tell your friends about this show. And, as always, follow us on TikTok, because if you don't want to listen to the whole thing... These episodes are long. I get it. We got a lot of plays last week on TikTok. We have one that has 100,000, and it's not even a very good clip. No, it's terrible. But you can go watch (laughs) clips of our shows there and and, uh, and see all the people going crazy in the comments. Join the the time travel conversation. Yeah. And if you've never been on TikTok, the commenters are much, much nicer. Are they? It's not not Facebook. Huh. It's not people. There's a couple assholes every once in a while, but for the most part, it is a 
friendlier social media platform, in my opinion. I spend way too much time on it. I think I was on it for like two hours last night. I know. Don't look, at, don't no. look on your phone at the yeah. amount of time. It's crazy. Anyway, right. well, thanks for being here, everybody, uh, for the Our Take Podcast. <laughs> Did you forget the name for me? <laughs> <laughs> for the Rejected Our Take Podcast. Oh. Uh, this is episode 111. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time. <laughs>